Potential directors for the new JLA movie. There's going to be a S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show and Rob Liefeld loses his fucking mind. Uh, All up on the new Geekscape pod. What's up, Geekscape? I'm sitting here with uh, our writer, Sean Madden. He's made the trip into L.A. from Chino, right? Correct. You, you got to move, man. <laughs> you got to move. Like, it's nice out there. Suburbs. It's relaxing. All right. The, I mean, could be worse. The you LA hustle. San Bernardino or something like that. Like, oh yeah, no, no. Like, I live, yeah. I live in the suburbs. I live on the out. Okay. But the LA hustle. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. That LA it, took, it took him an hour and a half to get get to my place. Yes. That's what happens when you know you drive a car that you know you shouldn't be, and you're stalled in the freeway. I got to tell you, like LA's wearing on me too. I, I just the traffic thing is not. Is, I mean, it's taken me nine years, but. I think I, I think it's just me getting older. Like I don't have the patience for that shit anymore. Yeah. I mean, you've you've seen Fifty Fifty, right? Yeah. Remember the scene where he's beating the car wheel? That's me in traffic some days. <laughs> I'm just sitting there hitting it. Yeah. I don't have cancer, you but I'm in cancer, traffic. But you're in traffic, <laughs> and it's just as bad in my head. You know, if you if you sit in LA traffic long enough, you probably get cancer from most all likely the pollutants. Um, but uh, that's not what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about uh, a ton of news that Sean and the rest of the Geekscape staff have been putting up on the uh, website. Um, what should we start with? You want to start with comics? Like comics is what like comics is like your strong suit. Like you love we can, comics. We can go comics. I mean, there's a, there's a couple cool comic stories coming. You, about. Well, you started a new a new article. A new, a new uh, the weekly pull list. Yeah, what it, I mean, the weekly pull list is something that a lot of sites do, but you were doing the Sean Madden style. Uh, basically, we're gonna pick six six books that are coming out this Wednesday on Monday, and instead of you know recommending them after they've came out. Yeah. And you've already bought all your comics, and you're just like, eh, I don't want to go back to the shop. We're going to recommend them ahead of time. What we predict are going to be the big, tit- like the big issues that week. Right. Which, no, it's not going to be only Marvel and DC. <laughs> this week's was Marvel and DC because the other companies just... You read just... a shitload of Marvel and DC, man. Not re- I don't read that much DC, to be honest with you. Oh, so you mainly just read Marvel. No, I read, I read, like, you know, I read Valiant, Image, and all the other companies. Yeah, I you're just... the guy who's reading the Valiant. I found Hard. that out today, Geekscape, yes. and I was like, wow, okay, cool. Ex- except for Exo Manowar, but I might have to start reading that, because they showed a preview in the new Harbinger where they're bringing back Ninjak. Oh, shit. Dude, let me know when they bring back Turok, and then uh, I'm going to be going <laughs> They don't again. have the rights. They, they don't, don't have, have the rights I don't Turok? think they have the rights. I don't know which company does, but uh, Valiant doesn't have the rights to him anymore. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I've got a pretty big weekend uh, ahead of me. Um, we shot again this past weekend. This is cool, Geekscape. It's like, like I don't, I, you know, if you guys go back to the Suburban Legends episode, you know I'm talking about that episode, the series I want to do with my brother, going to like a, a kind of like a crawl or Beastmaster planet, and he's playing himself. But it's kind of like Army of Darkness. Like my brother gets transported to like a fantasy world. Well, we we shot like a like some of the scenes from it. We've been shooting a sizzle reel. So Saturday, so Sunday night, I go over to George's house. Um, and we're, you know, he has a fire pit. So like the sun goes down and we're literally shooting my brother against this fire, like through this fire pit. It's like a shot from Deathstalker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and, and it's like, you see the hero on the other side of the fire and it's all badass and he's like holding it with Paul's like holding a sword and all stuff. As we're shooting like the love letter to Beastmaster, the director of the Beastmaster, Don Coscarelli emails me, which like fucking drove me nuts. I was like, man, how could my life be any cooler than to have Don Coscarelli, director of, uh, Phantasm, uh, the Beastmaster. He did... Bubba Hotep. He has got a new sh- movie coming out called John Dies at the End that played at Sundance coming out early next year. He emails me. He's like, I want to come on Geekscape. And I was like, oh, man, I live a fucking blessed existence. That was so you know, cool. You know what you should do, right? Huh? Get him to do a cameo. No, get Don Coscarelli to do a cameo? Do a cameo. I want a, I want a couple of people to do a cameo, but, the, but I, I think let's shoot this. Like, there are some people we've been talking to who are excited to see the sizzle. 
we'll shoot the sizzle. We'll edit it. We got a little tiny bit left to shoot. We'll oh, no, edit I'm it up. And then, and then when the series gets made. Yeah, yeah I'm talking about later down. Well, I, I have a role for, for, for Mark Singer, the Beastmaster. I have, a role, <laughs> I have a role in mind. I have a role in mind for Tony Todd. I have a role in mind for I, like everybody. Our buddy <laughs> Doug Jones. Everybody who, like, some of the old Geekscapist guests who, who are in the industry. I've got, I mean, William Viviani's in it. Like, I got a role for Gilmore, one of, like, one of our old writers. Fuck, Sean, you don't be careful. I'll throw your ass in there uh, in front of the camera. I'll throw, I'll throw Scott in there. Uh. You know? So, I mean, there's, there's a couple Geekscape regulars I'm trying to throw in there. Uh, Kamikaze is coming up. And Kamikaze is literally the weekend of, like, September 13th. Uh, 15th, 16th. 15th, 16th. It's 15th, 16th here in Los Angeles. Geekscape's going to have a booth. So, I, listen to this. I emailed Kamikaze. I'm like, hey, what's going on with the booth? More importantly, what's going on with the schedule? Because I know, I know I'm hosting two things. I'm hosting Comics on Comics. And I, I got the, the time for that. It's 5 o'clock on Saturday. We're doing co- Comics on Comics. We have a guest so far. I'll reveal them at a later date. Uh, we're going to have, you know, once the full roster, we'll reveal it. And then we, um, and then uh, Rebecca from Fangoria, she wrote me and asked if I wanted to, to be the moderator on a panel about horror. I don't know. It, it's a bunch of people from, like, really good horror sites, like like Bloody Disgusting and, and, and you know, and, and all these cool sites. And I was like, all right, maybe I'll do it. I think my neighbor's coming home, like, right now, and he rides his motorcycle. Like, is, this, is this, like, the scene outside of the bar? No, listen to this. Listen to this. This is my neighbor coming home. How obnoxious is that? Yeah. Like, wait, did the Expendables just roll up on us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, guys, guys. Geekscape, did you hear this? Literally, sometimes this happens at 1 or 2 a.m. It's like, like, it's just 1 or 2 a.m. Sometimes yeah. that happens. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry, midlife crisis. Hey, can you not have your midlife crisis at one or two a.m.? Like that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, dude, come on. That's like the set time. It's just like he wakes up. He's like, midlife. Here, um, if you can go, go knock that window shut. I gotta talk some shit real quick. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, knock it shut. Knock it shut. So, so listen to this. So, um, so, so, so he he's dating like like a, like I don't know where she's from. She's from like Eastern Europe or something like that. It's a new girl. Some, we'll say she's yeah. Ukrainian. Middle of the night, okay? Like, Geekscapist, <laughs> listen to this. Like, like, middle of the night, sometimes, they have sex. Okay. But they, but they have loud sex. But, she, but she's from Eastern Europe, so when she orgasms, they, she has, like, a porn orgasm. Like, it's fake. Like, it's a fake orgasm. Oh, no, yeah. I remember it's you like tweeting loud, about this. Yeah, like, yeah. If so this you weren't sure all, if they were, like, really killing story. her. Well, here's the thing. Like, she orgasms loud, and because she's from Eastern Europe, she sounds like a downy. So she's like, ah, ah, you know what I mean? And I'm like sitting there going, oh my God. And so literally I text and I go, I go, listen, man, I don't, I don't know if you're murdering her or having sex with her. Either way, just cover her mouth. <laughs> I did not get, get kinky with it, you know? I did not get a text back, but that went down. Um, kamikaze. Anyway, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so Kamikaze, they haven't released the schedule. And I was like, dude, what's going on with the schedule? Don't, like, we need a schedule so we can talk. You know, so the Geekscapers can know about it. Either way, the important thing is Geekscape will be there. If you guys are in Los Angeles, September 15th, 16th, come down to Kamikaze, hang out with us. Uh, Sean will be there. Wish me a happy birthday. Oh, when's your birthday? The 18th, but we're going to pretend it's that weekend. Yeah, we'll get you a cock. A cake. Cake. Maybe we'll, maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll orgasm loudly, like the downs. Yeah, I'll like, have a, spat. I'll have a <laughs> spasm on the floor. <laughs> um, all right, so let's talk about, um, while, we're, while we're talking about rude texts, Oh, God. Rob Liefeld lost his mind this week. Yeah. Rob Liefeld, the, the, you know, the, the famous comic book artist who yeah. like, helped form Image when he was 25 years old and was like in Levi's commercials. Rob Liefeld lost his mind. Had a yeah, public well, meltdown on Twitter. After he walked away from D.C. Okay, so he walked away from D.C. The first thing I saw was Eric Diaz had posted, 
this back and forth he had with Batman writer Scott Snyder about, uh, I mean, all I know is that he went at Scott Snyder for being the head Batman writer. Yeah, and it just went back and forth, and, like, Scott Snyder's, like, playing Scott, it cool. Yeah, but... for the most part, Scott Snyder's like, hey, man, I don't know what I did to you, but, like, I'm not the re- like the reason there's a head Batman writer and I'm it is because I'm on Batman and it's editorial's decision. Trust me, I'm a fan of you. I'm a fan of your work. And and Liefeld's like, you know, they're doing this in private messaging, and then all of a sudden Liefeld's like, I'm taking this public and just does a scorched earth, oh, like yeah. rips into Snyder, rips yeah. into DC editorial, like blames his Hawkman editor for any problems he had on the book and the reason the book wasn't succeeding. And then what happens? Oh no! And well, you told me this, and it's yeah. worse. Uh, a fan contact uh, Tom Brevoort and asked him, Marvel's editor. Yeah. Yes, sorry, and no, asked no. him if Marvel would be interested in uh, picking up Liefeld after that. And he pretty much he just on said, Twitter said, um, "Not after that. After that flame out, he's like, there's going to be no rush for that." And then he defended defended the editor uh, Hawkman because. You know, he'd worked it's with a him small in the past. Industry and all that, yeah. yeah, he'd worked with him in the past. Said he was a good guy, and all the accusations about him just didn't. Well, Liefeld's accusations, throwing him, basically throwing yeah. him under the bus for the reason the book's they, not working. Yeah, basically, he would. You know, he said it's not right. He's like, no, this guy's a good guy. I, I disagree with what Liefeld's saying. Uh oh, uh oh, you woke the Liefeld. And just Liefeld, <laughs> Liefeld's just eyes turned on, on him. him. So what happened between Liefeld and Tom Brevoort? Oh man, he who, just... who came to the Geekscape party like two years ago, and everybody who met him said he was a super nice guy, like he's a cool guy. Ace, who drew my Super Action Man comic, met with him and said that the dude was great, had amazing notes for young artists. Like, yeah, he just went off on him, told him that he would like bump guts with him. Wait, wait, um, Rob Liefeld said he'd bump guts with him. Something Rob like... Liefeld thinks he's like a twenty-year-old like like male model. When he's not, he's in his 40s. He's probably yeah, he's upset about it. And now he's going after Tom Bavort because Tom Bavort's out of shape. Yeah, he's just... Like, that's what he's got on him. I mean, it's like, this oh, been, you're not good looking. This has been coming for a while. I mean, I don't know if you remember the the Deadpool one. Do you we remember the Deadpool? No, no. Oh, when they, um, when they announced the new creative team for Deadpool, Rob Liefeld's like, oh, once again, they put D-list talent on Deadpool. And, you know... He needs to understand well, that, like... No, everyone that had worked... Everybody on, thinks he's a punchline. Everyone that worked on Deadpool... Just sarcastically made right. comments like Reminder. Right. Reminder's Remind. dead. I mean, he writes Rick on Reminder's talent. Yeah, he writes on Kenny Exports with Deadpool. Yeah, and you know, he's like, "Thanks for lumping me in the D list." Yeah, you know, Daniel Way. Everyone was just like, "Ugh, dude, what are you doing?" Yeah, so he's just been after this DC thing. I mean, I'm gonna raise. I'm gonna raise your shirt so that you get your mic a little closer. But you're good. You're good. Yeah. Um, it just now it comes to question: What is he gonna do? I mean, yeah, he, he has scorched both companies. He still has Young Blood, but does anyone even read that anymore? What's, he has, young, what's young Blood? Yeah, he has Blood Strike, which right. I mean, did, did you read about that one? No. Oh, they're making it a movie. Oh yeah, yeah, I did read about that. Come on. No, they, no, no. But the, I know. Well, it's, it's the same people that are funding uh, the female Expendables, and they funded the Gray and everything. They're fully funding it. Yeah. You, you know why though? Why? It's the vampire thing. Oh yeah, the vampire I, blood. With, with someone said, I mean, weren't they going to turn like, weren't they going to do like a bad rock movie and all this shit with like? No, it was, it was there was going to be a young blood, like, but young that one. Movie. But... It's like, come on, nobody wants to see that. I think the blood. If strike... Nobody's buying the comic. How, what hope do you have for the movie? It's exactly. Be like an Avengers, or or even or even like a like a, or even like an X Men movie. Like it's it's not going to. But happen. that that's what I thought of. Like when I read like what they're going to do with it, it's like oh, so it's basically going to be X Men mixed with Underworld. 
Yeah. And that's all anyone's going to think What's funny about. is you just repeated what people said in 1991. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like all these image books, for the most part, were... Oh, no, no. When I, when I was a kid, I actually went to an art class with Dan Fraga, who drew the book, the original. Oh, really? Yeah. He's, uh, like, I have... I have the... Young blood. Yeah. No, no. Not Young uh, Blood. Bloodstrike. Bloodstrike. You know, the one with that blood cover that you would rub it and it would disappear? Uh-huh. I have it signed by him. I went to an art class. I remember reading it, and I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I was like, ugh. <laughs> I was like, and then I, you know, I, I just stuck with it for a little bit, and then I just, mm. Hmm. but yeah. So Rob, Rob, Rob what are you gonna do? I and mean, does Rob Liefeld still do that book with Robert Kirkman? I read one issue of that. I, I think so. my nose started bleeding. I was like, I was like, like something popped I, in my brain. Oh, like, that one? No, I don't know. I have no idea. I think Kirkman's busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kirkman's too busy for that one. No, that guys, if you guys Google it, like we didn't put it up on the site. Uh, maybe we should from now on start continuing this thing. Both of them are on Bleeding Cool. Like they're up on Bleeding Cool, who's like good friends of ours. But Rob Liefeld, like scorched earth, just like completely fucking. He's probably gonna rip on us now. You can't, yeah. you can't say his name. I'm, I'm, about, I'm gonna get a, a I'm gonna get the meanest tweet when I get home. Yeah, but cool thing about it, last time you talked shit, they sent you some cool stuff. Oh yeah, dread. Thanks, Lionsgate, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So so Sean and Scott go to this uh, Lionsgate uh, screening at Comic Con for dread and. They're not let in. Like, you guys are in the line. They let everybody in, but you guys, basically, after you guys stood there for, like, two hours, you go off on Lionsgate. Well, basically, Gate. Lionsgate they let sent you a nice thank you package. Yes. They sent you an official Dread badge. And it's not plastic. It's not plastic. It's metal. It's full metal. It weighs, like, a pound. It's, so, like, sitting there. So, so when people ask me, Jonathan, around Geekscape, who is the law? Sean, Sean just has to I, say I'm going to put it on <laughs> Yeah Sean just goes I'm the law But you have to put your baseball cap Like over your face Like you can't see your eyes I'll just <laughs> Just duck my head down so, so, so letting you guys know Sean's the law of Geekscape Negotiations um, are over <laughs> um, Speaking of uh, Of shield bearing uh, this is kind of crazy. That remember we were always talking about. You know, we we had an article like, "What is Whedon going to do with this ABC tied into the Avengers Universe TV show?" Well, they announced today, literally just before we started recording, that they're doing a Shield show. I just like to go on record saying I called it. Yeah, you called it. I think Eric Diaz had it as one of the recommendations. Yeah, they're doing a Shield show for ABC that ties into the Avengers Universe. Uh, Whedon supposedly, might, I mean, they're thinking maybe he directs the pilot. He's probably going to direct production and produce soon. it, yeah. Um, I hope it's more exciting than those Marvel shorts. <laughs> well, you haven't seen Item 47, have you? And that one was good, you said? Yeah, that one's, well, because the thing is that it's, it's not five minutes, so they right. have time to actually do stuff. Oh, that's cool. So I think, I think it's going to pick up from there. You could probably see it's, the S.H.I.E.L.D. show is definitely going to feature uh, Sitwell. Yeah. And then, um, I don't remember his character name. You, everyone right, right, knows right. him as the man in black from Lost. Right. Possibly um, Lizzie Kaplan, Jesse Bradshaw, because they were in the one shot. I okay. mean, I don't, I don't know that. Jesse uh, Bradford? Brad, Bradford, yeah. Did I say Bradshaw? Yeah. So Jesse Bradford, you, swim fan, right? Yeah, swim fan. I told you about my, did I ever tell you my Jesse Bradford story? No, we'll tell this later. Not, I'll tell you in five seconds, but finish up talking. Uh, but no, it, it definitely, like, I'm not going to spoil the, the, the one shot because no one's seen it yet, except right, for, right, like, right. the people that saw the screening or the people that saw the leaked version right, online. Right. But it definitely leads into what could be picked up as the show. And maybe the, the show, we're thinking, introduces some Marvel characters. Like maybe, oh, definitely. Like who? Like, well, who would be good to introduce in this? Well, there's characters that, contrary to... I know there's fans that are going to... I'm just trying to fix your mic. I know. Fans that are going to insist, no, they have to have movies. Um, right. I don't see Luke Cage working out as a movie. Racist. It's not racist. There you go. Because I'm all for a Black Panther movie. Right. But Luke Cage is just not... 
that interesting. Yeah, he's the strong guy. You're gonna put him on a, on something with Thor and the Hulk. Well, you're gonna Congrats. have like you know heroes for hire, but I think everyone would rather have a, just an Iron Fist movie by right, himself. Right, right. But not, that's drifting off. Um, you know, Luke Cage, Carol Danvers. Mm-hmm. You know, um, who else you got? Jessica Drew. Yeah, you can have Jessica Drew. Because that was the original that was the original T V series yeah, that they were doing, the AKA Jessica Drew. AKA Jessica Drew. So you could introduce all these shield agents. Um, oh, what is his name? I'm trying to think of the Krieg the was it Novar? Yeah, Novar. Yeah, you I could, mean well, what what about the idea of maybe introducing one of the Ant Mans in Shield? Um, actually Go from, for it. I've, I've heard that you're going to get that introduction at the end of Iron Man 3. Yeah, I think that's what everybody's kind of expecting yeah, at this point. Yeah, it's pretty you're much... going to get like an Ant-Man. Is it going to be Scott Lang? Um, or is it from be what Hank I've Hank heard Pym? about the movie, it's you're going to get both Scott Lang and Hank Pym. That's cool. In the movie, like, it's going to focus on Scott Lang, but it's going to definitely give the Hank Pym thing. Then again, you know, this is all speculation. Right. But... They would have to cast one of those guys pretty soon. Yeah, because... Because they're shooting Iron Man, they're, they're wrapping up. They can't, they can't have Robert Downey Jr. continue to injure himself in delay production. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's just a short scene, though. That's like a minute. Yeah. They could do that fast. Um, so we're looking forward to that. I guess they're going to go into production pretty soon, and who knows when it'll touch. I mean, maybe this is something they could get literally get in uh, on the air by, like, the spring going into Thor being released in May. Yeah, they could possibly get that going, tie, start tying stuff up, getting ready for the rest of the phase two, because, I mean, they've got a full plate in 2000. 2014, 2014, now, three now you're telling me, uh, now listen to this, you posted this up on the site regarding the DC attempt at the Avengers University, we got the JLA film, Ben Affleck said no. Yeah, he said basically, because you know, he, he was rumored to be attached, right, and he's right. just like, no, that's not something I'm working on right now. Uh, yeah, and then you, you offered up that the Wachowski siblings might be... Uh, the Wachowskis the, are apparently the second on the list, They're, which that one I'm all for. Yeah, I'm all for that. Then, then a name uh, reared its head today that you posted on the oh, site. Oh, man. And Brett Brett it, I'm going to put it before I even say yeah. the name. Okay. I posted Sorry. it on Facebook, and instant, there's not a single like. Every comment <laughs> is like, no. There's Don't like one this. that's just like You destroyed our X-Men no. franchises, right. Yes. Brett Ratner. Ratner. Yeah, oh. Brett Ratner. What's he got going for himself besides the fact that he's Rush Brett Hour Ratner. 4. Well, Rush Hour 4, but like, I mean, his, his, his Tower Heist tanked. You know what I mean? Like, this guy is, I mean, yeah, I mean besides the Rush Hour movies, what are his big hits? That, that award show fiasco. fiasco oh. right? When he was saying the homophobic stuff on Howard Stern? Yeah, just Brett Ratner. And I mean, it's. X3 is one of the two most disappointing comic book movies I've ever what seen. What would be the other? Spider Man 3. Yeah, it's pretty heartbreaking. But like uh, X three, X three is more disappointing. I yeah, think. Yeah, because it was just such a because it was set up so good at the end of the second movie. Oh man, and the first yeah, two yeah. were great. Yeah, yeah, first the two. The second, were great. and I mean, I don't know if you've ever read what was originally supposed to be the third one when Matthew Vaughn was originally signed on to direct and Brian Singer was going to produce. What you got? They were going to have the Hellfire Club. Basically, some of the stuff that we saw in First Class, yeah. was going to be this. And then First Class took elements of David Goyer's Magneto script. Yeah, and so it sounds like. First class was elements of X3 and David Goyer's Magneto Yeah, because originally yeah. X3 was going to be, they were going to do the Phoenix Riot, they were going to do the Hellfire Club. Oh, that'd be cool. And then Matt, you know, Brian Singer went to do his Superman movie. <laughs> <laughs> that thing. <laughs> that thing. And then uh, Matthew Vaughn dropped off it, because I don't remember the full story. I think they were just like trying to crunch him on time, just like they did on First Class. But this, that right. time he, he was like, okay, I'll do this. But yeah, so he dropped off and they brought Brett Rat- Ratner... Yeah, Ronner White worked yeah. for it because. Huh. Well, they had to keep that that release date, which was yeah. Almost, and they like, just man. they changed everything up, and you Halle. I remember Halle Berry was just 
no, I want a bigger part. It yeah. just became one of the worst comic book movies I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I mean, there's good parts to it. There's parts. What that, are the good parts? Um, Ellen Page is a good shadow. No, cast. The, the casting is the good part. You know, like, good like part. Ben Foster. Ben Foster's Angel's cool. Ellen Page's Shadow Cat's cool. The casting's cool. I mean, some of the characters you get, like Multiple oh, man, man. I knew that it was going to be crap. In that opening scene after the Sentinel thing, when, when Wolverine in the third movie goes, Sorry, bub, I'm just passing through. I'm like, bitch, this isn't even the second movie. This is the third movie. You're not passing through anymore. Like, like what are you talking about? Why did you just tell Scott you're passing through Wolverine? It's yeah. the third film. And Your claws are the poster. And what you just said right there leads into one of the worst movie Comic book movie moments of my life. Oh, you killed Cyclops. And then you kill Professor X. And not even the, they, they kill Cyclops off screen. Like they didn't even have the, the they didn't even have like the, the confidence the to do it. Because everyone would have got up right then and been like, What? And yeah. walked out. Yeah. I would have if I had known that, I wouldn't have stayed through the whole movie. I was waiting for him to pop up. Yeah. And I was just like But I've said this before on the show. What a better I mean, that movie could you imagine the ending of X three being Scott's still alive? Wolverine is still alive. Well, he doesn't die, but like the two of them are together. They have to unite for the first time in the three movies. They have to they have to see eye to eye and realize they have to work together to take Gene down. Oh, it would have been much. Better. It would have been fantastic. Like the two of those guys find a common ground, knowing that they have to sacrifice the woman that they both love. Like that would have been the ending of X three right there. That would have been phenomenal. Yeah. Maybe Matthew Vaughn and Brian Singer would have put that ending in there. We'll never know. But you know what? Let's not complain. We're getting a Daisy yeah, Future I, Past I, movie. You know what? I would the Wachowskis though. All for it. They yeah. would do a, I think they would do a fantastic movie. And this movie. JLA movie, like, it's becoming what DC's obsessed about and Warner Brothers is obsessed about. You were telling me at, lo- at dinner that uh, there's going to be a new creative team on, on a, a brand new Superman book. Wait, wait, wait. wait before right. we go to that. What are you doing? No, no, no. Before we go to that, did it, the Batman thing. What's the Batman thing? That the Justice League is going to be the setting off point for oh, the yeah, yeah, Batman yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but everybody's kind of thinking that anyway. We know they're going to reboot Batman through the Justice League movie. Okay, then But you have on. this news that the Man of Steel movie that comes out next summer is going to have a comic book based around it with art by Jim Lee. And written, written by, by Scott Snyder. Yeah, Rob Liefeld's favorite writer. Yeah. That, I'll read the hell out of that because I'll tell you, man, like I'm reading Superman now. None of the Superman books work. I don't. I, I Action comics with Grant Morrison's not good. Well, he's done. In Superman with like with like this one that Perez started and, and now it's Paul Jenkins. Oh, he's done too. It's a snooze fest. They've man. already they're both both of them are getting replaced. Yeah, the Superman books are snooze fests. Yeah, Scott Lobdell's taking over on Superman. We'll see how that works out. Yeah. But he's but got Kenneth Rockefeller drawing. I am not down with these Superman books and I'm getting them and I'm not enjoying them. No. I will I will read Jim Lee and Scott Snyder's Superman, like Man of Steel book in a heartbeat. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Scott Snyder's just so damn smart. Yeah, what a good writer. Like his, his Batman's phenomenal. His, yeah, his, and now he's going to be doing the big two. I'm excited, man. You couldn't have brought me a better Christmas gift gift than that news. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, let's talk sequels. Kickass. While we're talking video, uh, comic book movies, Kickass Two. Like the cast on this thing. It's ridiculous. It's getting really crazy. Okay, so you've got you've got the original guys coming back. You've got um, you got the girl. You got both both leads, right? Yeah. Who do you got? You got Aaron. Uh, You've got uh, Aaron Johnson. Aaron Johnson. You've got Chris Moon's plus. You got, got Nicholas Cage returning. Maybe in a cameo, right? Like no, it's, in the, if you've been reading, the, if you've yeah. been reading Hit Girl, it's a cameo. Yeah, and then uh, Chloe Moritz, obviously. Yeah. Um, then you've got. Now it's getting crazy. You got John Leguizamo, right? He's confirmed to be a part of the cast. He's signed on. Donald Faison, <laughs> the Witchblade, Yancey Butler, 
she was in the first one. She was in the first one, but for like She was the wife of the bad guy. I don't call her Witchblade Yancey Butler. I call her uh, I call her Hard Target, Butler. <laughs> you got uh, Lindy Booth, who... The only memorable movie that I know that she really did was that John Bon Jovi one, Cry Wolf. <laughs> did you say a legitimate movie and then John no, no, Bon Jovi? No, like the one that you can like remember. Yeah. And it's, it's either you remember it because John Bon Jovi did like a horror movie and you're like, I'm not going to watch it. Or you watch it and you're like, well, John Bon Jovi did this, why did I watch this? Uh, and <laughs> but then, she, she was in it. Then you've got... Uh, here's the big rumor one. Well, he's in talks. Yeah, he's not in rumored. talks. Not rumored, he's in talks. You've got Jim Carrey. Who would he play? Colonel Stars. Oh. Colonel Stars. He's got the dog. The dog. Oh, oh. man. <laughs> no. And you know what the, the director's been saying, and Mark Millar's been saying, we're, like, if you guys read Kick-Ass 2, you know why I just got so sad, and you know I'm a dog lover. Um, they said they're keeping that. Are they going to keep it? They said they're keeping that scene. The fucking dog scene. Like, oh. I'm not doing that. I may not pay for to see that. Yeah, then again, I mean, like, Kick-Ass 1 was one of the movies that, like, I loved the first half of that movie and loathed the second half. I, well, you know what? I, I liked, I think, everything but the last, like, ten minutes. Oh, when they're flying around on jetpacks, I was like, what yeah. happened to this? Like, you guys were going to do a grounded superhero movie, and you fucking turned it into this? Yeah. Like, I mean... Just stick to the comics. Stick to the comics. We're reading those reviews about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle leaked script. Stick to the comics. Why is that so hard to stick to the comics? <sighs> Why is that so hard? It is a time... Like, th- th- listen... This is what comics do for you. They time test the story. If the story doesn't work, it gets canceled. All right? Nobody reads it if the story doesn't work. If the story works, then it lives on for 60 years, 40 years. You get the Spider-Man, you get the Superman, you get all this stuff. You want to go ahead and you want to make a, a you want to make a Spawn movie, a character that's only been time tested for 8 years, go and make your Spawn movie. See what happens. You want to go make a Steel movie, a character that's only been around for 6 years, go make your Steel movie. See what happens. If you're going to make movies based on something that's been around, been beloved for 30 years, stick to what's working. That's the story. Don't go changing it. <laughs> I get so mad when I read about Colonel Schrader replacing oh. the Shredder. I get so mad. Yeah. 18-year-old Casey Jones playing a hockey game. I mean, because how many movies have they done that have been successful? I'm so angry. What has it been, four that they've done that have been successful? The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah, they had the I'm first say, three. I'm going to say the first two. Well, they had the trilogy, but they had that animated one. I mean, we one. had Kevin Eastman on the show, and the animated one wasn't successful. Kevin Eastman said the first one was, was great. The second one, they started getting away from the idea. The third one was good, but it was, or the damage had been done on the third one. And go back and listen to that Kevin Eastman interview. He was very candid. But, I mean, that, and, and you they, know what? To their credit, they pulled the brakes. Yeah. To their credit, they pulled the brakes. But they've also had said, how many television series that have worked out? Yeah. They said, they said, let's just pause this. Let's rewrite it. To their credit, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that we, the leaked script happened won't be coming out. Hopefully they're going to fix that thing and pull that, pull that thing up out of a nosedive. God damn it. <laughs> that thing has been 30 years time tested. Just put that out. I get so mad, Sean. This is what I, I get mad tell. about. This is what I get mad about. It's okay. This and those, and those like, commercials with the dogs and shelters. Uh-huh. Like, I, get, like, I think that upsets everybody. Uh-huh. This is what gets the Sarah McLaughlin shit. This is what basically in like in like listening to people have sex at night. It's basically those those commercials that start like, "Hey, this is Sarah McLaughlin. I'm about to ruin your fucking night." All right, I'm going to tell you my Jesse Bradford story, and then we're going to end. Okay, let's hear. It. So, so I'm at a bar uh, when I first moved out to LA. Jesse Bradford went to Columbia. He was a couple years below me. Uh, I think he was an undergrad while I was in grad school. And I go to a bar because my friend Stephanie is going to be in a pilot, and she's friends at the bar with the bar owner, and they have this whole bar, and they're going to show her a pilot. And it was a TV series, and so I go with a fr- another friend of mine from undergrad. To this bar, and Stephanie's there, and uh, and my friend and Stephanie start talking, but Jesse Bradford, I guess, is friends with Stephanie. So there's four of us, 
Okay. The two girls start sta- start talking. I'm standing there with Jesse Bradford. That awkward. That just yeah, awkward like we just didn't have anything to talk about. But he went to Columbia. Okay. So I was like, okay, well, let me introduce myself, and that'll be our grounds. I'm not going to say some shit like, hey, weren't you in fucking clock stalker stoppers <laughs> or whatever? Like, I'm just going to be like, uh, and and so so I, this is what I said. I said, I said, hey man, I, you went to Columbia. I went to Columbia. Uh, I'm Jonathan. Nice to meet you. What'd you say your name? Uh, you know, what's your name? Right? I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt of being a human being, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you would anybody. What's your name? So I go, what's your name? The dude looks around for like fans. And then he comes in close to me and he whispers. He goes, uh, Jesse Bradford. <laughs> I was like, I know what you said. Like, I know what you said because I know who you are. Yeah. But if I was a normal person, I would have no idea who you said because he was like careful with letting the information out. Like he didn't want to get like, like he didn't let the last. He, three he, 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 didn't, he didn't want somebody to be like, "Oh my God, Jesse Bradford!" <laughs> like just like a rush. There was nobody the there. The one to, like, person that would nobody. Know. Yeah, nobody. I mean, this isn't fucking like like Hard Day's Night. Like he's not the Beatles, right? But you wouldn't have thought it that had you had you seen him, you would have been like, "Oh my God, this guy's bigger than Lennon." The way he he treated himself, he's <laughs> like he looked left and right, checked the bar, uh, Jesse Bradford. He just Jesse like Bradford. he kept the last three letters out. Jesse Bradford. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. I was like, it's like he's telling somebody his like sacred identity. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Don't tell anybody I'm Batman. I'm Batman. And it's like Jesus Christ. Uh, like like, uh, and that would, that that killed the conversation more than anything. I go, oh okay. I should have just been like motherfucking Swift fan. Clockstoppers, I love you with the Clockstoppers. <laughs> I'm sure he's a nice guy. Yeah, he seemed like a nice guy. I don't think he's done much since then, except for that Marvel thing. He was in Band of Brothers. No, he was in oh, yeah, Flags yeah. of Our Fathers. He was in that, but I meant like movie-wise. No, that's no. exactly, yeah. Uh, Jesse Bradford, we wish you the best. We hope that you're in this S.H.I.E.L.D. series. And you know what? Come on Geekscape and be like, Jonathan, let me tell you that story was a lie. You are remembering it incorrectly. You, of all people, turned to me and said, Jonathan London. <laughs> and you are, the, you are the dick, Jonathan, not I. Jesse Bradford, I will give you your day in court here on Geekscape. Love you, buddy. I do love Clockstoppers. That movie's the shit. Uh, directed by the motherfucker from Star Trek Next Generation. Oh, really? Uh, Jonathan Frakes. All right. That's Geekscape. We've got to end it with a Star Trek reference, and we did. Jonathan Frakes directed Clockstoppers and the, th- the Thunderbirds movie. All right. Uh, there, that's Geekscape. Guys, um, you can find Sean on, on Twitter at... Uh, Sean vs. the World Sean vs. the World That's S-H-A-W-N I think all my contact info is yeah. on the site Yeah, he's up on the website Writing articles every day That's Geekscape.net we're talking about You can find it on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube Just search for Facebook Oh, no, that, that was stupid uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter Search for Geekscape Join up You'll see all the news I'm Jonathan at Geekscape.net If you want to email me anything Go to the site Have fun Join the forums Talk, talk, talk and, of course, follow us on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter, at Jonathan London. I love you guys. We'll see you guys in a new episode this coming, probably in the next couple of days. And Kamikaze. Oh, yeah, we'll see you at Kamikaze. You can bring Sean a birthday cake. Yay.